A good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. We got quite the show here. We're going to be talking about a topic that I'm just absolutely in love with and my latest man crush in the space, all right? Folks, a lot of shit's going on right now. You got iBuyers coming after your commissions. You got freaking tech companies trying to get into your space. You got flat fee brokerages trying to take you out. We're just having, this is a second webinar I'm doing today on this, or a podcast, and the topic's the same no matter where we're at in the country. And everyone's talking about how can you brand yourself? How do you become the next digital mayor of your town? Will someone please explain what the fuck that means? And what we're going to do is break that down. And folks, whether you want to admit it or not, you're a media company now going forward, and you're either going to acknowledge that, or I think someone else is going to take your spot. I mean, that's just what it is. There's no right way to push it. But I'm going to be hard on everyone today because this is how important this is. So who we're joined by today is probably one of the uh, smartest dudes in the market when it comes to content marketing, writing blogs, and creating content on your website. And he is the CEO of Carrot, which is the fastest growing software company in Oregon. And he's responsible for over 3 million inbound leads, of which 65% of them are attracted. They're organic, folks. Everyone wants to attract versus chase business. And creating consistent content and media is exactly how you fucking do it. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and welcome Mr. Trevor Mock. Got it, man. You nailed it, dude. <laughs> Mike, man, I, I appreciate it, dude. It's been fun getting to know you up to this point. I'm going to see you next week in LA. So I'm pumped about meeting you in person. Yeah, right on. We're going to be at the closing table together. And uh, yeah, me too. That'll be, I know we have a lot to catch up on. But Trevor, please go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. I know a lot of people probably don't know who you are. Give them a quick intro and then let's uh, get right on into it. Totally, man. So yeah, I live in Oregon, small town in Oregon, uh, 25,000 people called Roseburg, but we've been building this company called Carrot in the last five years. It's kind of built off of the previous eight years of my career where I was learning how to create content. I was learning how to, how do you get in front of the people that need what you have the most? And I found even back in 2008, man, it was with content. Even, even then when it was easy to do Google pay-per-click and all those things, I was still the guy sitting back there doing content. And so over the years, got really good at that, helped some big brands to stand out online with content. I took a company from number uh, 10 or so on homedepot.com in their category to number one within a year just with content, organic content. And then we built Carrot. And primarily the past five years, we've been helping real estate investors uh, to generate leads online. And if you're to Google, you know, sell my house fast, insert any city in the country, you're probably going to find between three and six, three and eight of our clients' websites controlling page one in Google for motivated house sellers across every city in the country. With that, so many of those investors are going, man, I'm also an agent. And this is working so well over here versus just the, the stock IDX site, you know, plaster my face in the broker site. They're like, how can I leverage content and the tools and high conversion over here on the agent side? So we've been hitting that hard the last year, man. And it's a blast. It, it's, it's a blast being able to help people stand out, really start to own and control the conversation going on in their market. Totally. And I'll, I'll explain to you guys how I found Trevor. This, I try to even tell you this. I was searching online for website companies and I was looking for a real estate content creation website company specific. And I saw mm -hmm. Carrot 
And then coincidentally, your name popped up in a conversation with my business partner, Sam. Cool. And then he's like, I go, you know, this Trevor guys? I go, yeah. So it was just, we were brought together by the universe. Cool. I love um, it, man. <laughs> so folks, here's what I want to get through is that we're going to talk about content creation. And I remember when I started writing content, I was a big copy blogger guy. I used to follow copy blogger everywhere. My platform's actually Rainmaker. Yep. And um, I remember talking to the owner of copy blogger and I'm like, would this ever work in the real estate space? And what he said verbatim to me was no way they're too fucking lazy. All right. <laughs> and I instantly took that as an opportunity. I went home that weekend and I started creating a lot of content on my mm. site. As a matter of fact, I wrote 12,000 word blog posts in seven days mm. because I know I needed to create the core content on my site. So what I want to ask you guys is this, what makes you qualified to sell my house? And let me give you an example. Now, the more content that is on your site, the more that you've built your own brand and authority, people are less likely to ask you that question. And I'm going to use it on myself as an example, okay? I do video work for realtors. I build real estate agent brands. But I can guarantee you if I didn't have 90 podcasts up, 100 blog posts, multiple webinars, you're going to second guess my authority. Yep. That content creation over time is what makes people think you know what you're doing. It also allows you to express their personality. Trevor, what is your take on that? Dude, so uh, 100% agree with that. Now, what I want to do is I want to take it back about 10 to 15 years so you really get this to cement in people's minds, right? Because a lot of real estate agents especially, but, but investors, man, and investors, it's, it's, it's interesting for investors because with investors, the, the time to, from a lead to closing a deal is usually pretty short, right? You can, you can literally get a lead from a house seller, someone who's is in distress in some way and selling retail just doesn't make sense. Um, they can't wait. You can sometimes have that close within seven days. And so that makes some of those quicker marketing methods like Google AdWords, things like that make even more sense because you get your cash back quicker. With agents, sometimes it takes three, four, five, six, eight months to get that person through the nurture process. But where, where I want to I bring it back here is a lot of people say, well, I've never had to do content before. You know, I just, I get my leads from referrals and da, 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 da. 15 years ago when people and when everyone wasn't packing one of these around, uh, they would go to their friends for referrals. They'd say, hey, who's the real estate agent you use? And their friend would tell them. They'd go to another friend. Their friend would say, oh, this person, Betsy's awesome. And then another person would say, you got to work with Betsy. I'm like, cool, I must need to work with Betsy. So they would go with that because they didn't really have good internet resources or their cell phone to really research. Today, though, we're sitting inside of stores. Dude, I was at Home Depot. I, I renovated one of my rental properties recently. And I was standing there at Home Depot in front of the flooring. And I'm like, okay, there's this flooring and there's this flooring. I pull it up and I do a Google search for reviews on those flooring before I make a purchase decision. Cool. And I want everyone who's listening to this to kind of figure to raise your hand and nod. Like who has within the past two weeks gone to Google, use your cell phone and made a search to do reviews on something before you purchase something. The same thing is happening with you as a real estate agent today. So things have changed today. And like Mike said, the best way to get in front of them when they're doing research and, and even before you're doing research, when they're actually just discovering houses and stuff like that is with content. And if you're a real estate agent, most agents have their pretty website up with just the broker gave them and then they have IDX listings. And the thing is, what is it that's different about you? What, what are you putting out there that's different that shows like Mike said, this is why I should work with them. If all of the properties on your site are the same properties as the other agents have. And the only thing that's different is the telephone number and your pretty face up there. Yep. So that's what we're going to dive into on the rest of this is how do you now stand out and win the market in this day and age when totally. the internet is taking things over? 
So here's another reason. This is going to be such a good show. We're speaking the same language. Here's another reason, mm-hmm. folks. 76% of people use the first agent that they come into contact with. Yep. And typically the consumer journey right now online is like six to nine months out in advance, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about, I don't even think it's so much as a speed to the lead as until speed to the intent and the nurture thereafter. Yep. And how you do that is through that consistent content creation that builds your brand. But mm-hmm. I want you, before we get into different types of content to, to create, I want to share with you that personality into content is what's most effective, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And I want to yeah. explain what I mean by that, just from my own experience. And trust me, I was surprised by the findings too. Mm. Right? So the same conference that I went to, I decided to call myself the Chicago real estate dude. Yeah. And everyone's like, you're fucking way too unprofessional, bro. Why are you going to do that? You're going to lose all the doctors. I'm like, you know what mean doctors have in common? Nothing. We're like vinegar and oil and I fucking repel them. So, uh, so then we're like, then I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna go with the dude thing. So I started writing like a dude. I misspelling. You guys see, I can't, even, I probably have a misspelling in this post, mm-hmm. but I don't care. I just type and go. Right. Yep. So my personality came in. So when people attracted in off my site, they duded me, they broed mm-hmm. me. They were come list me. It was yep. the content on my site that let them feel like they knew me already. That level of trust the listing agreement's already signed. Mm-hmm. And dude, the thing is, you were standing out because most of the people in the market are going, well, I need to type this thing that's, that's kind of straight laced and buttoned up because I'm a professional now, right? And they've yep. got to go get, you know, uh, with real estate investors, it's funny, whenever I work with real estate investors and they're an agent, and the first thing I tell them to do when they make their bio page, everyone should have a really good bio page. What do you believe in? Who are we? You know, stuff that, that is unique to you. I go, the first thing, guys, please don't use the real estate agent glamour shot on there. Like the one where they're sitting there, they got the pose, you know, it's like, cause that's what you're supposed to do, but don't do that. It's like the arms crossed. Yeah, exactly. Just be you. So, I mean, it could literally be, who knows, but Mike is just maybe just doing what he does on the the daily basis. And and it's a, you know, it could be a candid photo or what, it doesn't matter what it is, but just be you and all that content. Yeah. Remember, we say it all the time, be you, nobody else can. The headline on my, the first bit of copy on my website says, we have been at my old website. I haven't, the site's gone to crap. I haven't touched this in two years, yeah. but um, it says we've been in the business for 99 years and service these neighborhoods for blah, 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 blah. Did you mm-hmm. fall asleep yet? And that's my intro, right? And I'm doing <laughs> that to generate the attention and stand out. So I want to bring up one other point. Trevor's worked predominantly, and you guys also have a real estate agent product that will give you guys the info at the end of this podcast. You got to listen to the end of that. I don't know. He may have a gift for you, for but sure. he's generated leads for investors, Okay. And one of the ways that we used to generate, like I hate, I never bought leads, but Mm -hmm. we would prospect, but we would follow the investor model. Yep. Like how can an investor who's going to go buy a house for pennies on the dollar, get 50 listings a year, but yet an agent who's trying to net everyone top dollar can't get three. Yep. And it's because of content and it's Mm -hmm. because of marketing and targeting and all that other stuff. So Mm -hmm. if you could get people to convert on an investor model, do you think it's easier to get them to convert on a realtor model? Yeah, yeah, man. Cause, I mean, number one, there's a lot fewer people who are the highly motivated seller than someone who's going to go retail, right? So you're, you're fishing in a smaller bucket as the investor side of things. You've got to be a lot more targeted with your marketing. Um, and, and also, I mean, there's just so many dynamics about it that you've got to really nail on the marketing side. But with the agent side, that's the cool thing is there's so much opportunity. There's so much opportunity right now because number one, even though people go, well, you know, well, shoot, dude, I, I started my podcast, The Carrot Cast, two and a half years ago. And at that time, people were telling me for years, I need to start my own podcast. I'm like, oh man, it's too late. You know, I'm, I'm late in the game. And I just feel like I'm getting in late on it and da, 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 da. 
if you're getting in podcast world today, you're not late, like you're still early. And that's how so many real estate agents are. They're like, well, I've been hearing about content marketing for years. And it's like, should I do that now? Is that kind of old? No, it's like 99 and a half percent of the real estate agents out there are not doing content marketing. They're relying on the fact that- I would even say 99.9. Yeah, exactly. So there's huge opportunity to crack through. And most of, most of you are relying on the fact that you got the license, which puts you in the middle of a transaction. And you know, your, your, your cousin Joe has, uh, has obligation to work with you because you're in the family or you, want, you go to the local meetings and networking, keep on doing that. Keep doing the local networking because that builds your local brand uh, in, in an awesome way. But what so many people aren't, aren't recognizing is this, and this is kind of the interesting perspective we have, Mike, coming from the investor world and the agent world, is a lot of the real estate agent people are seeing what's going on in, in traditional real estate market world. You see Caldwell Banker building out their tech platform and all these people rebranding, Century 21 rebranding their logo and you see you know, Caldwell Banker re- rebranding their logo and Keller Williams and all this stuff happening in the retail side. But then you see Open Door, Offerpad, Zillow coming in and it's almost like, whoa, this is this new thing. Guys, it's not new. Real estate investors have been buying houses directly for decades. What's happening is on one side of the pendulum, you've got the wholesale model. It's the investors that are coming in there and providing that solution. They've got the people who can't sell retail or just don't have the time or energy or don't have the money to repair it to get it up to retail ready, right? So those are the highly motivated sellers or the highly distressed situations. And that's kind of the the we buy houses people, right? And a lot of that side of the market gets a bad rap. Now on the other side, we have the retail side, which is real estate agents. And for those people, those are the prospects who are willing to wait. They're the prospects who want more closer to top dollar. They're willing to wait. The prospects on the other side who are highly motivated, they want convenience and speed in place uh, in exchange for money. What's happening now with Open Door Offerpad, Zillow, Caldwell Banker with their iBuyer program is they're coming right in the middle. They're going, okay, we're going to offer something towards the middle, which is actually closer to what the sellers actually want. Okay, the seller, dude, if I were to run a survey to 10,000 sellers, I would bet $10,000 on this that not one seller, unless it was like their brother and they felt obligated to work with their brother or something like that, not one seller would choose, would willfully choose listing their house with an agent as their number one option to sell the house if they knew that they could sell the house for a fair price directly to someone. And I'm saying if they knew they could sell a fair house directly to someone within a week, everyone would choose that. Everybody would choose that. No one wants to have to go through the hassle of dozens of showings and waiting 60 days, 90 days, six months potentially to sell the property. So we have this gap, right? You have what the client wants, which is an immediate sale for a fair price. Then you have what what the market's offering, which is an immediate sale for a discount or a sale for a fair price that's gonna take some time. And now you have these other companies coming in the middle and saying, we're gonna give you a little bit more than the investor might give you, but a little bit possibly less than you might get if you wait 30 or 60 days retail. And we're gonna come in the middle because that's closer to what you want. But the savings on the commission still net you more. So why don't you just go this route and not deal with the headache of using a real estate agent? It, it, exactly. So that's where <laughs> agents, is, it's an opportunity and something if you don't shift. If you, if you don't shift, that's where you're going to get in trouble. And, and so why is it that Keller Williams and Caldwell Banker launched iBuyer Pilots and they're likely going to launch you know, buying houses now? It's because they see the writing on the wall. 
that at the end of the day, a seller just wants to sell their house. And you have two types of sellers I explained before, someone who's willing to wait and in exchange for a higher price and someone who's not willing to wait and they're willing to discount it. And so now it's like, if me as an agent, if I can go in there and go, hey, cool, what type of seller are you? Awesome. Well, here's a couple options for you. If I list it, here's what happens. Or here's this option over here to sell it directly. We just the talked about this earlier, coming up with three, the multiple options. We're going we're gonna to save uh that's going to be a really good show. We're going to, we could go off on a while, but you're oh, exactly right. You got to provide multiple of options. There is commission compression coming and yes, it's going to happen. And it already is. Now, the faster you accept it, the faster you can accept uh, marketing because honestly, I think the way that we're marketing is changing too. The tech companies are not going to be selling their leads anymore. And mainly it's our fault. We didn't respond to them. The agents didn't call them back and you yep. killed their brand. So they went, screw that. I'm just going to bring it in house. I bet you that was a lot of the motivation behind it. So let's get into the content. Right, because I think a lot of realtors are like, "What do you mean by content?" So I, yeah. I want to ask the first question, um, and I want to get your opinion. Yep. Do you need a website, or is the one page on my broker site okay to have? Well, I, I think it depends on what you're looking for, right? I mean, I, I know plenty of agents, man, who do really, really good because all their markets offline, and they have just the broker page. But if you're really wanting to leverage the online side of things, well, here's an example. So Krista May Shore, one of the biggest, well, she's the largest broker in Brentwood, California. She had a simple website and she was doing content, but it was all on Facebook. And some people say, man, Facebook is my site. Awesome. Yeah, do that. But you need a hub of your own that you, that you own that is your space, right? Because yep. what happens is when people are on Facebook, they're kind of in entertainment mode. They're looking at their friends, cats or whatever it is. But when people are looking at making decisions and doing research, where do we go? We don't go to Facebook and type in best real estate agents in or North Umqua River Homes for Sale or any phrases like that. We go to Google for that stuff. So mm -hmm. you can't with a one-page broker site start to rank in Google and start to own that conversation online when people are in the research mode. And what we found, Mike, and you found the same thing, I'm sure, is our highest margin deals, the highest motivated people are always the ones that are seeking us out. They're always the yeah. ones that are seeking us out, going to Google, seeking us out and doing that. So yes, you can succeed, but I think that the timeline that people are going to be able to su succeed without building content and have a content portal online is, is shrinking and shrinking. You've got to get totally. it going right now. You got to, I look at the website, having a website or not. First question is, is do you want to build a brand? And the answer is no, you're just another salesperson chasing leads. Yep. But you think about this way, like would 7-Eleven be open without a store? No. No. So your website's your storefront, guys. Mm -hmm. And the content on it is what you sell on the shelves. Uh, we sell education. We're a service-based business. So we're not selling physical products. We're selling education and strategy, yep. and implementation and facilitation. That's mm -hmm. ultimately what our job is. Yep. Um, now, no one would ever know what we do if we didn't have a website that has sort of explained it all, would they? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and that's the thing. So every single person knows probably between five and 10 real estate agents, right? And what the, the thing is, all of the real estate agents essentially do the same thing. They list a house, they can help you sell a house, uh, they, they can you know, help people buy a house. The commission's probably about the same. So what is the difference? And that's what's popping in people's minds when they're making a decision. It's like, yeah, okay, I know some agents and I'm looking for a house in a specific area. I'll, I'll talk to me and I'll answer your question. To me here, uh, we were buying a house in this place called the North Umpqua River. It's uh, a higher end spot here in Roseburg, Oregon. And it's kind of specialized because we're out in the country a little bit and our water, you can get a well or you can have the water directly out of the river. And there's all, like all these things. I'd never bought a home in the river. And I knew five, six, seven agents here locally. They're all amazing and nice people. But the problem was none of them specialized in or mm. I couldn't find content that showed that they specialized in North Umpqua Rivers, except right. for one, except for one. 
There was one that clearly was a specialist in the North Umpqua River. They're a client of ours today. And yeah. I worked with them because I'm like, you know what, even though I know these six people that I'm actually closer with, I can't risk working with them because they seem like nice people and they list houses, but this guy over here is actually an expert in this. How do I know that? Because of content he created. Totally. And that's, it's, it's just critical, man. That's how you stand You're out. You're exactly right. The people, because here's what happens, you guys, like you go into Google, you type in an answer for a question you're looking for. If you're not doing it there, you're going to YouTube and doing it. And the person who answers that question in your mind is like your savior at that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, because um, they're like, oh, thank God. And, and you think about it, like people don't want to go search for the answers. They just want it done. Mm-hmm. They just don't trust it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, just like they don't want to go out and search for a new realtor every time they buy or sell a house. They just want to know that they have the right one. Yep. Right. Yep. Let's get into the content. I'm breaking the content down into three different types. Okay. Cool. First bit of content. And I'm curious to know if you agree or disagree with me. Please feel free to disagree, of course. Yep. But first bit of content is core content on your site. These are the sites that, these are the common five to 10 questions every buyer or seller wants answered that you can use over and over again. Things like yep. how to buy, sell a house at the same time, city name, closing costs, yep. um, how to determine the best neighborhood to live in, what are, what is the, the steps to buying, the steps to selling, how much are my closing costs? Like go on Zillow guys, there's a whole question section that's people typed in, you see the same fucking questions. Copy mm-hmm. them, create content on them. Yep. All right. Now the chances are that that type of content is not going to rank unless you're really, really good. You have a ton of content on there. That's because a lot of, there's a lot of that content out, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go into core content first before we get into hyper local and then we'll get into uh, community. Totally, man. So I I do agree with you. Let me show, I was going to bring my whiteboard over, but I won't do that. So here's the way that I look at at the content. It's kind of like a pyramid. Whenever I create frameworks, dude, I either start like in a pyramid or something else. This one happened to end in a pyramid too. So for me, at the very bottom of the pyramid, the base, it actually goes a little bit one level deeper than kind of those core questions. It's your, your mission, vision, values. It's what do you believe in, right? And here at Carrot, if you go to our about page, there's a mission video at the top of the, of the about page. Today, you guys are probably wondering, why am I wearing this International Carrot Day t-shirt? It's like International Carrot Day is today, it's April 4th. But we, we launched Carrot.com today. And a part of that launch was this video. It's a two and a half minute video that, announce the, the rollover to carrot.com and our investment in the future, but 90% of it is our mission. 90% of it is talking about what we believe in, why we're doing what we're doing, how it impacts you. And so I feel that's the first thing we've got to do because we can deliver, we can deliver amazing answers like you mentioned there. Let's say we even get them ranked in Google, but people work with people that they resonate with. They believe in similar things. You, you mentioned it before that someone yeah, reads your about page. Yeah, yep. let me put it into, um, for you guys thinking about it, we're talking about your about page, which is always, yep. it's probably your most visited page on your site because before they call you, they're like, who the hell are you? Yep. So on the about page, and I'll, I'll give you a couple, I could give you a million case studies on this, but when we're doing these brands for people, what we're doing is we're connecting them authentically to their ideal demographic, essentially, yep. right? So if you're a mom, be a mom, okay? Mm-hmm. If you guys go to my about page, it's duty, Okay, because yep. it's just who I am, but you have to be you. Mm-hmm. Your about page sucks if it says how long you've been in the business. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yep. Your yep. about page sucks if it says that the reason why you're in this business is because you want to help people. Mm. Yep. All right. Because we all say that, guys. You got to stand out, identify the mission, and it should be nothing more than a spitting image of yourself talking to yourself, mm-hmm. in my yep. opinion. I love it, dude. And, and, and that's perfect. And dude, one of the, one of the cool things about, and it's funny, dude, I've called you dude about 14 times. Probably, <laughs> I've already probably, branded. You see that? Uh, exactly, man. I, I, I caught myself going, man, he, <laughs> you see how this shit works, guys? Works. Okay, you see how I'm doing it on Trevor, right? It's subliminal. It's subliminal. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so uh, where was I going with this, man? Um, you fucked you up so bad. You're like, oh, you forgot. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're good. So the data, we have over 5,000, almost 6,000 active members across our user base. Lots of real estate agents, lots of investors. And the beauty with that is we have data, right? And one of the cool data pieces we have, Mike, and this hasn't changed in the four years since we've been tracking it. The number three, consistently the number three most visited webpage on all of those sites. doesn't matter if it's a real estate agent site, a land buyer site, a house buyer site. It doesn't matter the type of lead, buyer or seller. It's the number three most visited is always the about page. The number one tends to be the home page because they landed on the home page. Number two varied. You know, it, it varied. It kind of depended. But number number three, sometimes two, is always the about page because exactly what Mike said. The first thing is if I land on your website or I see a piece of marketing, the way that your sellers or buyers are thinking is they first are problem aware. Right? Okay, I've got this problem. I need to sell my house. I'm looking to buy a house or whatever it is. Once they're problem aware, then they go, okay, cool. Let me go out there and try to find the solutions that might solve this. Okay, they might ask their friend for referrals. They might, you know, 20 years ago, open up a phone book today, go to Google, and now they've got four or five solutions that they might look at. They go visit those pages, those websites. They go, you know, whatever it is, and they go, okay, the first thing that's popping in their mind is, does this company or does this person look like they can solve my problem? Do they have a service that can solve my problem? And that's what the homepage should do. Okay, it's like, okay, cool. Yes, you've got this issue. I can solve it in some way. As soon as they answer that in their mind, they go down, they go down the rabbit hole. Now they're solution aware. Now they're going, they're going to the vetting and verifying phase. Yep. Okay, there's five or six solutions out here. They all seem like they can solve my problem. They're all kind of similar, right? I click their how it works page. I see how the process works and whatever. But now it's like, who are these people? Like Mike said, like, which is the one I actually want to work with? Because it looks like they're all, I have a similar offering. They offer similar commission. They can show me the same house, whatever it is. Who's the one I want to work with? That's why, that's that flow of the decision-making yep. process. So put it this way, you guys. You guys are, I want you to look at your last five to 10 closed transactions. And then I want you to ask yourself this question. Why did they all become my beer drinking buddies? Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because you attract like people. We all do. Yep. It's not an accident. It's not a coincidence. It's just that we attract like people. Yep. So what we're saying is make it easier to be attracted by and to quit trying to put on this front. If you don't wear suits, don't wear suits. But if you dress up every day, make sure that's your bright and smile. That just be you, be real, be authentic. Dude, I, um, I, I was, I was down in Dallas a couple of weeks ago at an event and this guy, he was a real estate agent and an investor in Mississippi, a really shy guy. I'm like really shy guy. And he'd come up and you could tell he's crazy smart and he was successful. Like he wasn't brand new. And he, I was talking about content marketing and stuff. He came up and he'd be kind of like this, you know, and, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I, with this thick accent, you know, I was like, I just, I just don't know if I should be doing this stuff. And, you know, it's just, just kind of not my personality and I'm not like, I'm not like outgoing like you are and stuff. And he, he was a really charming guy though. And I go, dude, no way. I said, I would watch your stuff all day long, man. So like, accent? Oh, oh yeah. The accent and, and just his personality. He had a really dry personality, but I'm like, dude, you don't want to be me. Like yeah. I would watch your stuff cause you're interesting. Like you're crazy interesting just being you. Totally. And he didn't believe it. And I'm like, man, yeah. that's what people need to recognize is we're totally. all interesting just being us. I, I see it daily. It's like without going too much on the rabbit hole, just, but it just comes down to not knowing what the hell you're doing, what you're doing and not knowing yeah. why and taking it back. And that's just brand identification mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Let's go into content number two. Okay. Core content answers your general questions. Um, and every agent should have them and it should be blog posts. It could be educational. Remember, you got to be, would you hire a wedding photographer that had no case studies on their site? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Yeah. So that should answer the question yourself. So now let's talk about the content that you can get to rank. Yep. And what we want to do is focus, guys, blah, this is how you compete against Zillow. This is how you compete against Realtor.com. You create hyper local 
content that yep. they don't have and that no one else has created yet. Trevor, walk us through that. Yeah, for sure. So I'm pulling up a Google search right now. It's interesting because people told me, you know, six months ago, you can't be uh, Zillow and Google. And if you would ask me two years ago, I would have said, you know what? Same thing, create hyper, hyper local content like for river homes and for this neighborhood and for this neighborhood and that city. Because at that time, as far as down as Zillow got two, three years ago was to the city level. They weren't niching down to a page with like three bedroom houses. And what they found was, of course, we were doing this years before Zillow had found out a way to automate it. They got smart and found out a way to automate it. But now you can find literally, I mean, it's like homes in Roseburg, Oregon without a garage. Like they niche it all the way down that way. But the thing with it is, there's this, I'm going to go back to that North Umpqua River Homes for Sale example. Uh, That agent, he works out with us here in my gym. We've got a gym in the office. He works out here four days a week. And he's my real estate agent. We made an offer on, on a big property down the street. So we're talking all the time. I'm like, man, you know, number one, what are your niches? Okay. Cause he, he's been a carrot customer. They're doing well, but they really need to double down on the content. And I always start with number one, your mission, vision, values, get that online. Number two, what are your niches you focus in on? He's like, well, we've sold more homes in the North Elmcore River than anyone else. Like awesome. Cool. And they live on the river. Number two, the, the second niche was we also help people buy kind of like lifestyle homes. It's the same prospect. Just one prospect that has money lives in the river. This other one wants to live in a mountain, right? It's the same yeah. prospect though. And then number three, he goes, we're not really doing a lot of this, but I really, I think it's like a different market and, and uh, I really want to help people buy income properties. And I'm like, dude, that's the same person. It's the exact same person. It's a person yep. with money that just wants to put money over here. And he's like, okay, a light bulb went off. So we wrote down his three niches and then we said, okay, how can we now, like you said, create hyper local content for those niches? The first thing that we did was we go to Google and a lot of people ask, what are those expensive, you know, what tools can we use for search and optimization stuff? I literally just go to Google and type up stuff and see what Google suggests in their suggested searches. And so if I was looking for a home on the North Umpqua River, it's a very niche phrase. There's not going to be tons of searches, but they're all going to be highly, highly qualified, crazy highly qualified. I start typing up North Umpqua River. Um, so Umpqua River, it's talking about river stuff. Then I put homes or houses. Okay, cool. It looks like homes. Then it showed me North Umpqua River homes for sale as a suggested search, meaning Google says enough people are searching that every month that it matters. So cool. If I can land one of those a month or one of those every six months or whatever it is, that's worth it. The phrase is there, but the headline's probably like 10 reasons you should think about before you buy whatever city name homes for sale or front, whatever that was that you said. Yep, exactly. And there's a lot of different ways to kind of get the content up there and get the click and stuff. In this case, I wanted to test something. I go, I said, okay, can I reverse engineer what the top three or four pages on that site did to rank there? And of course, number one and number two were Zillow.com. Number three, Lake Homes USA. Number four, uh, Realtor. Number five, Truly. I go on down the list of other national sites, right? And so I go on the Zillow sites. They've got one specifically for North Elmcore River Homes for Sale. They've got one for Idolide Park, which is a section of North Elmcore River. And I'm going, okay, so they already created something hyper-local. But let me go in there and I'm showing you guys the science of it. You don't have to do this. You just have to you could follow what I'm doing or just use our system or use something else. Sure. But I broke down how many words do they have on this page that are unique to this page? What do they do? What are they doing on all these different pages to actually make them rank? Of course, Zillow has a huge, what's called domain authority, which we can't compete against that, right. but I can compete by creating better and more thorough content. That's how I can win in that market. So we reverse engineered, figured out how many words of unique content they have on there. We said, okay, if there's about 350, we're going to make it more like closer to 500 to 800 words of really good content showing we're the experts. Number two, 
they're linking, they're interlinking their location pages together with good keywords, the keywords they're trying to rank for. So we said, okay, let's do an experiment. And we launched the page in our system. It's a location page. We titled it just straight up North Home Car River Homes for Sale in Roseburg, Oregon. We're like, I'm going to go head to head with them on the exact keyword phrase they're trying to go after to see if I can prove a point. And I deconstructed it. We wrote a page with really good content, good throw of photos, a link to a landing page specifically to get on a list of North Home Car River Homes. It's updated every day. It's just through the IDX, mm-hmm. you know, and then shows properties that are on the river. And then we deconstructed what they did at the bottom of the page, which is just some content and then links to the other location pages. If you were to go and, and then a call to action at the bottom to get on the river homes list. So you can see if you land on this page, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it, but I'm not showing it on my screen. If you land on this page, you're going to thoroughly know that these people are experts in this way more experts than Zillow. This right. is ranking number one in Google. Now it took two months to get there, but it's ranking over the top of Zillow, Zillow again, realtor, all those with better content. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to now take your, your niches, if you have one niche, two niche, three niches, go to Google and start to type them in and figure out what are those keyword phrases that you want to rank for, then go and like Mike said, create hyper local content. So that's what we're doing with them is going on down the line of what are other related keyword phrases for people that are looking for homes on the river. And we're going to create five, six, seven content pieces for each niche. Absolutely. I did this like four years ago and I was in Chicago at the time and I used to work in a neighborhood called uh, Bucktown, Wicker Park. Mm -hmm. So I actually targeted, I got, uh, I got up to page one for a little bit. I lost my ranking, but I compete. I was right underneath realtor.com and Zillow. And I was just doing, I didn't have that much content. I didn't even have ideas mm-hmm. on my site. It was just literally sprinkled with the right keywords. And I had a bunch of link backs going to different areas and locations and schools and all that stuff that were authority sites. But without getting too complicated, folks, you just have to create searches that people look for. And only you know the answer to this, right? Mm-hmm. And it could be a high rise in your, in your area, right? If you're in the yep. city of Chicago, I'm probably targeting one of the best high rises in there because high rises that are branded with the name people will search for. Yep. Okay, you yep. can beat the sales team page. I guarantee it. Yep. Um, you could go in through like, if I'm in San Diego here, if you guys understand that landscape here, I could do homes for sale in Del Mar, west of the five. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because people are going to want to be west of the five. I may want to do, I bet you what is a good one is, um, specific school districts that we know are highly sought out after, right? Folks, we just have to be more creative. You ain't out of the game yet. The one who's out of the game is the one throwing in the towel. This is the biggest opportunity we have because the truth is that 95% of you aren't going to do shit. Yep. 5% of you will and you're going to fucking dominate. Dude, and, and, and I, I, dude, I, I love it. And, and I, I want to wrap my thought with this is once again, people think, well, I can't beat the nationals. The one thing that the national sites can't do is they can't create insanely good hyper-local content like you. They with personality. With, with personality. There we go, yeah. man. They can create automated stuff, right? Like I, I did a Google search, Melrose, Roseburg, Oregon homes for sale. It's a neighborhood in Roseburg. It kind of goes to what you were talking about. Guys, this is a town of 25,000 people. So there's only four or five neighborhoods that are kind of the sought after neighborhoods people are actually searching in Google for a lot. And this is a page we launched just a couple months ago. So it doesn't take like forever if you do it right. It's currently number six in Google, but I guarantee it's going to start climbing. And here's the whole end game, y'all, is with the content, it's not immediate, but momentum is what it's all about. So many people, Mike, and you see this, I'm sure, so many people are wanting the immediate hit. They're going, well, I did the thing and I, I didn't get my result in two months or three months or even six months. But what they do is they also complain about the fact that they don't have momentum. And right. if you think about momentum for anything you've ever had in life, anything you've ever had in life, momentum by nature takes time to build. Momentum yep. by nature, if you're pushing a, a car because the car is dead and it's on a little bit of a, a decline, 
it's going to be crazy hard to get that car going. You're like pushing your ass off and pushing, pushing, pushing. Eventually it gets up speed. It gets faster, it gets faster. And then bam, you're flying and you're doing no work. And well, that's how content is. Let me share with you guys how you use this for your warm. Um, mm -hmm. And you could kill, you could bridge the gap here. Yep. So it's not going to be instant gratification, but I put a safe bet that you're going to start generating a lot more referrals and repeat clients and direct yep. business from your social feeds. The content you create today, and here's the way that you guys have to look at, or at least the way I look at it. I'm not trying to preach to anyone. Yep. The way I look at creating content and the way I look at branding and why I'm so into videos, because my videos are going to live forever. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm still getting leads off my Chicago real estate dude site today. I haven't touched it in two years. And it's because people are landing on a couple of topics that I highly ranked and they're specific. So the content you create today lives forever, which means you can't put a price tag on it. Mm -hmm. A blog post, a video, a webinar, a podcast, it may lead to a sale one day, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to stop doing it now. So here's how I want you to take your head around this. The content you create today that will be used for the long game, used to market your database every mm -hmm. single day. You're not going to let it go to waste. Like it's not like let's create a piece of content, let's just sit there and wait till someone shows up. No, mm -hmm. you're going to distribute it the same way. And because you need to actively be telling your story anyways, use it as that database SOI warm type marketing thing. Become the digital mayor of your own town. Start splashing it on some Facebook ads, get some yep. traffic. You're still going to use it for Legion. Yep. hundred percent. And that's the thing is you want to use that one piece of content you did for multiple things. So let me show you, Mike, what, one problem I had with content was I kind of kept my teeth in written content, right? Long form content, like you're mentioning, really, really yep. long stuff. But what happened with me is I got busy, started to have kids, my business grew. I just couldn't find the time to get motivated to sit down and write a thousand word article anymore. And so for me, I'm going, well, for, for me, naturally, I just gravitate toward just doing off the cuff stuff like this, right? I wasn't always that way though. People, I don't want people making an excuse going, oh, well, of course, Mike and Trevor can do this because they're outgoing guys. So you'll meet me in person down there. When I need to be outgoing, I'm outgoing. I would much rather be in a corner by myself if I'm in a big room. I was not a talker in high school or in college. I was a shy kid. And so I don't want anyone to go, well, this is only for outgoing people. It's not. It's for people who want to win and for people who want to make an impact. You've got to get out of your, out of your skin a little bit. But for me, I go, okay, I'm comfortable delivering content here because I know my craft. That's number one. You don't have to be outgoing. You got to know your craft. If you know your craft, you're actually an expert in your area, then you can speak intelligently. It doesn't matter what your personality is. Number yep. two, I started to just do video and I was going, okay, can I just turn my video into written content so I can number one, film video and I can upload that video to Facebook, like you mentioned, and start to get people to engage in it over there and build relationship over there and drive people back to my website. I would also upload it to YouTube because you might as well. It's like, just get up in the second spot, title it something that someone might be searching to find that. So Melrose, Roseburg, Orna Homes for Sale dash the 10 most expensive homes of March, 2019 or whatever, right? But then what I would do is I would go, okay, the way I look at marketing, Mike, is, is a stool, okay? So many real estate agents and investors are sitting on a one or two-legged stool. And I want to ask people this, if I were to draw a stool on my whiteboard behind me, I don't have it with me now, is how long could you sit on a one or two-legged stool? Like, not that long. And the thing is, you are always supporting the stool. The stool cannot stand unless you're supporting it you've got to be supporting it. And that's how so many of your guys' businesses are, is you're slaving away, you're just busting your butt, you might be getting some results, but it doesn't feel like you're getting momentum because you are supporting your business, just like that stool analogy. And that's the, the stool legs are your marketing methods, okay? If you're just doing Facebook, you're on a one-legged stool, what happens if that gets cut away, your stool falls down, your business is done. Right. If you're just doing offline referrals, same thing. So I was looking at it, I was doing, okay, I'm doing some Facebook stuff, I'm getting myself up on YouTube or whatever, but 
I need to add on that third leg to make it stable, which is Google, which is Google organic. You should be doing multiples. And even though most of our results are from Google organic, I know that I've got to be using other legs to the stool. The cool thing is once you add the third leg, the stool can stand by itself. The stool can now support you. Your business can now support you because you have multiple methods. So that's why we take that one piece of content and get it to multiple spots. I'll, I'll um, I'll go for it, man. I didn't understand SEO or ranking or keywords when I started writing content. Mm -hmm. So about 40 articles in thousand words a pop. I'm like, none of my shit's ranking. And I learned the hard way that you don't create content that you think is good. You create content people search for. Yep. So you got to reverse engineer it. You guys don't do what I did. I mean, that's literally like a six month mistake. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about like, I don't even know how many hours, (laughs) but I still use the content, but I was limited to paid promotion with it. Mm -hmm. So, um, what Trevor's saying is like, anytime you're going to do a content, make sure you're in a multi-purpose in all way. I'll share with you our exact distribution process. Before I ever write a blog post, I do the keyword research so mm-hmm. that I'm writing the blog post on the right topic. Yep. I'm making sure that within the blog post, I'm embedding back different links here and there, blah, 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 blah. I'm also recording a video that I'm going to multi-purpose on the blog post. I'm going to put it on YouTube and that's going to lead back to my website as well. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to ta- then take it and do it. And I'm going to video email it out. I'm going to do about six, seven different channels, including Pinterest, guys. Yep. I mean, it's anywhere you can possibly put your content. You put it. Dude, Mike, would you mind if I shared my screen for like no, a minute? Right cool. So, Who's that guy? <laughs> there he is. So let me bring this up right here, guys. Okay, so this right here is exactly how Mike said do some keyword research. And I don't want to overcomplicate it at all because I used to use all the fancy tools. This is all I do today. Okay. I was working with a local real estate agent here. They're, they're the largest independent brokerage in town, but they, they're all older, older people. You know, they're, seems like they're all over 55, every single person there. And it's really hard for them to adopt this. So when we were talking about content, they were going, man, I'm, I'm just not going to sit down and write a bunch of content. I said, okay, well, how do we get around this? Well, let's go back to that video concept. Okay. We all have that face, like our face and our voice is what we have to talk with people every day. Uh, so why don't we just put it in front of video? We have these insecurities about it. So I got them over the insecurities. I said, okay, next time you go out there and one, one of their niches is, is ranch and farm. I think I showed you this example the first time that you and I had met, but that one of their niches is ranch and farm. I said, okay, cool. Next time you go out there to ranch and farm, record a three to five minute video, just talking about buying farmland in Roseburg. Just discuss some items, some tips or whatever it is. And they came back with a three minute and 26 second video. Cool. So then what we did is that was all their work. They uploaded it to YouTube and then we took it and we did it through our system. But you guys can do this without care. It just takes a little bit longer. We took it and then we, we got the transcription out of it. We yanked the words out of it, right? Send it over to rev.com, rev.com. It's about a buck a minute over there. In a few hours, they'll send you back the transcription. The reason I say a three to five minute video is because ideally in Google, kind of that sweet spot, unless you're going to do a really long one, uh, they want to look for content articles with at least 500 to 800 words in them to really get to get ranking well in Google. And so the average person speaks 120 to 160 words a minute. Do the math. A five minute video equals about an 800 word article. A three minute video equals about a 500 word article, right? So look at this. We went to Google. And we went, okay, if I'm looking to buy farmland in Roseburg, what would I type in? Well, I'd be like, um, probably like farmland in Roseburg. Okay, cool. Farmland in Roseburg, Oregon. That's awesome. I'm just going to start clicking things. Cool. Look at that right there. Oh, that's a timeline. What to consider. <laughs> yep, exactly. Right. So yeah, what good. to consider because all these other ones are just like auto generated. So they're not interesting. 
So I'm going to scroll down here. So let's look at other things people are typing about farmland in Roseburg. Cheap farmland for sale. Okay, that's cool. Land for sale, Douglas County. Property for sale. So you can see there's homes on acreage near Roseburg. These are all like, I would do a video on every one of these. I would do yeah. a video called Homes on Acreage near Roseburg, Oregon. Mate, you know, put in some sort of a title like Mike mentioned and I would pull away. I'd go to a home. Next time I go to one of those houses to show it, I pick up, take out my phone. I'm like, Hey, this is Trevor. I'm out here on a house with acreage here in the Roseburg area. And I'm actually going to walk you through some of the areas that are best to find homes with acreage on them. So you notice I'm saying the words that people are typing into Google. And then I walk people around. I say, there's these three parts of town that you should really look in. You're going to get a better value over here, but you're going to get it, going to get this here. If you need help, just reach out to me. Just go to trevor.com, whatever it is, trevormock.com. That's where you're going to find me. And you can actually, I have a list over there where you can actually get on my daily updated list of homes with acreage. So you're going to be the first one to see these properties when they go there. You yep. automate that with a darn MLS search on our system. But all that we did, Mike, was this. We did a video. We took his video. This video right here, this is Denny. This is a three minute and 23 second video. All it is is him standing there, man. This is a cell phone. Like there's nothing complicated about this, okay? Um, he's just talking about farmland, like nothing special at all. We took the transcription, put it below there. All that we did with the transcriptions, we just kind of bolded a couple things just to make it so it wasn't all Very simple. the same thing. We put a call to action at the bottom. Yeah. Fill out your info to view our most recent farm, agriculture, and livestock properties. Cool. This form isn't even a good form. Like, it should say something. It shouldn't say submit. It's not even a good form, but it works. And then we put a description there, and then we put a title, and we launched it. We said, okay, what can we do here? And it took two or three months for that to start to climb up the rankings, but it's good content. And you can see now, if you literally Google farmland in Roseburg, Oregon, or, or buying farmland in Douglas County, whatever it is, I mean, there's a lot of Douglas counties, but Douglas County, it's ranking number one. Yep. And you, you know, the man, you do five, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 of those a year, all of a sudden you're controlling the conversation online and everyone looks at this and goes, where did G styles come from? Like, it just seems right. like it came out of nowhere. It's like, no, they just, every he's, week they recorded. He's an authority video. is what he is. Yeah. They, uh, bad authority, every, you know, just, just a mental thing. Like anyone who ranks one on Google, I'm like, I'm using this guy no matter what, mm -hmm. I don't care what he costs. Yep. Exactly. And, and you just do one a week. Like that's, that's our model is once you get your, your mission, vision, values, content, do one video or a written thing, whatever's comfortable for you. Then next, like Mike said, you do your kind of the common questions content. Uh, for us, just, we, we like to teach video, but if you like to write, write. And with this model, our feature video posts, like this right here is a video post. They didn't have to go submit it to Rev. Like literally you take the YouTube URL, you paste it into our system and our system does everything else. It imports the video. It sends it to Rev.com behind the scenes. It yanks it back. It makes the article for you. So literally all they did was paste the URL in here. Everything else was automated. Everything else is automated. So it takes the process from 45 minutes down to four minutes. Hey, yeah, guys, cool. do one of those a week, one of those a week. In a year, you're going to start to get momentum even sooner. And you guys, he just basically showed you what to shoot videos on. So the next question is, what do I do? Yep. Yep. All right. Um, I knew this was going to be a long podcast. We got one more piece of content to come with though. And then we'll wrap this up. The cool. last piece of content is what I would call the human content. It's mm -hmm. the digital mayor of your town type content. It's the attention getting content. Yep. It's the, Hey, let's not talk about real estate right now, but don't worry. I'll be back later after you watch this mm -hmm. video type of content. <laughs> right. Yep. So we have to generate attention and um, you know, we have a whole webinar on that specifically on our website. You guys are more than happy to, to, to go through, but again, it's just an attention generating type thing. 
And it's important to bring out the human side as well. Building your brand isn't so much also about always selling or an educating. It's also about entertainment. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is that the same reason that the women listening to this podcast right now, and I'm referencing my wife, so don't get mad at me, <laughs> pays $200 for a haircut when I think she can go to Supercuts and pay 40 <laughs> I think it's the same freaking haircut, but she has a relationship with the hairdresser. Yep. And she has a relationship with the fact that they might give her a massage or something. Or they might mm-hmm. do her, pluck her eyeballs. I don't know what women do at them. <laughs> but I do know that what she likes is the service. She mm-hmm. likes the brand. It's no differently on why I use a Mac no matter what. I would never cheat on Apple because I'm an Apple person forever. Yep. And it's most of it is because I'm tied to the brand emotionally. Yep. Doesn't mean PCs are worse. So what we're talking about with the branding, you know, Alvaro's talking about becoming the digital mayor of their town. Folks, you got to get out into the community. 77% of people still said they want a local expert. And when you're creating hyper-local content on the community you work in, it's very powerful because you start connecting one-on-one with people. They start Mm -hmm. to see your human side. And that human side allows you to advertise to them later. Yep. That's what we're talking about. Think about it one video a week. Most of our peeps are doing two a month, which is fine, mm-hmm. but they're also doing a bunch of lives and other content. Yep. But if you want to become a, you know, if you want to start attracting and become a, uh, you got to look at your business as your media company. It's always storytelling mm-hmm. and surround yourself with the stories that represent your brand. That's what this is all about. Dude. So I, it's funny when, when I first came across you, I went and clicked on, I think someone commented on something you had and I went and clicked on his site. It was down in the Southeast somewhere down the South somewhere. And I saw this video series that he had, very small town, and he was walking through and it was like, it was some series. It was cool, man. And I'm going, dude, more agents need to, to do this. And then, I, then after that, I discovered that you were the one that either did it for him or coached him on it. I'm like, so we- I know so, what you're talking about. You're talking about Eric Eby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was awesome because at the end of the day, one thing that we're really good at here at Carrot is, is we're really good at the first part of the, the whole hour we've been talking about. How do we get in front of the flow of people that are already looking for what we've got? One thing that you have been amazing at just in the short time that I've known you is that stuff, but also the how to become the digital mayor. I love it. And that adds that, that, adds that next layer, right? It's like doing reviews of the top three yoga places in town and doing a video on it, getting a video post created for it, doing it on Facebook and doing it on YouTube. And you can do real estate stories too. I just would mm-hmm. rather create case studies on the clients I help versus tell yep. people how much, I, how much money I made by saying just closed. Like, exactly. let me give you guys one tip. Please never say just closed on a social media post, especially one where your friends or your clients are actually friends of yours. Because would you ever want to be closed on? Oh, I got you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you just feel like a statistic at that point. And then then you're not going to keep in touch with them for the next six months. And then they're going to think you're a real big asshole. Trust me. Yep. And it's just the way our minds work, guys. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff here. We unpacked quite a bit. Trevor, I want to go ahead and uh, give you the floor. Trevor has an amazing website product. We don't put people and companies on our show unless they've got good shit. So Trevor, go ahead and tell them what you got for them. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you guys can find us at, at, as of today, carrot.com, which is, man, I'm like, I'm pumped about that, dude. We acquired that and you can find us at carrot.com now, but primarily what we help people with, and this is the thing I'm so pumped about us connecting, man, is we're not the best IDX company in the world. You know, we're not going to be are the best this or the best that. What we've chose to do is we've chose to go all in on content. The people who want to be great at content, get your content out to people, especially on Google, but on a website that loads insanely fast, that converts well, that you never have to worry about the maintenance, the tech maintenance of your website. We have features on there that make doing your content easier. Uh, one of the things that we do is 
It's our automated content. It's kind of our content marketing system. And if you just don't want to do any work yourself, the next best thing from creating content like video posts is actually just clicking a button in our thing and, and scheduling up a weekly blog post that our team writes. And so every single month, our team writes 12 blog posts for agents, 12 for investors, you know, four for buyers, four for sellers, and kind of a floating topic of the other four. And then we spin them for your area. You can publish them. Now, some of those might get ranked well in Google, but if there's a bunch of agents in the same market using the same content pack, you know, all of you guys can make it work with SEO. There's duplicate content in there. But every single one of those content pieces, when people go to your website from your Facebook ads or just from your local network, they're going to build credibility. So that's all, all automated. The next thing is the video post stuff. You know, it's, it's taking it to the next level, creating unique content and being able to do one of those a week or two a month or whatever ends up being with your cadence and taking your content marketing time down from an hour per week down to under 20 minutes. And that's what our aim is, is we want to help people save time and add humanity to business. But the biggest thing, Mike, I mean, the reason why people have worked with us and why we've grown so much faster than our competitors in the investor space and we're growing really fast in the agent space um, is because we always focus on results. You know, I mean, the, the so many people just get online because that's what they're told to do. I need to get a website. I need to get online. But what happens is so many people get online, but then they don't get results. And yeah. that was the original reason we started Carrot is I had a contractor walking into my office and, and uh, he said, man, pull up my website and Google this. He's like, how do I get there? And also when I do have people landing here, they're not converting into leads. And from my background, I immediately knew what he needed to do. I just didn't have a web designer to send to him nor a software product to help make it easier. And so I go, man, this is just a small business issue. And I think I can really solve it better than anyone else for the real estate market. And that's what we've been doing the last five years. So if you, if you want to go all in on performance, actually making your website and your internet presence work better for you, in conjunction with your Facebook marketing, in conjunction with everything you're already doing, and then really have a spot to amplify your content marketing and make it easier. Uh, that's what we help people with, man. Totally. And it's good yep. stuff, guys. Folks, thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You guys know where to find me. It's really easy. Realestatemarketingdude.com. I know you know how to spell that. And if you're looking to become the local celebrity or digital mayor, whatever you want to call it, of your town, and you need help help creating content, multi-purposing content, and also creating content on your site, feel free to reach us. Take the free training on our course. Why don't you leave me some love, though, before you do that? Give me some, some show notes. Give me some love on the podcast. Give me some uh, reviews. Do they call those things? Follow me on yep. Instagram. Follow me on Facebook, therealestatemarketingdude.com. We appreciate your guys' time today. Trevor, it's been awesome. I'm going to hang up this podcast and call you right back. Cool. And uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And folks, take action on the stuff we gave you today. That was honestly like a training course. Uh, that's, a, that's a show that you do in a mastermind. I'm not going to lie. That's high-level stuff. Yep. But it's really not that hard. You just have to understand it. Take the time to learn it. So come to either one of our sites and connect with us. Ask us whatever questions you need. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye-bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.